Welcome to Positively 365, a podcast by Joe Wattis. We wish to entertain, instruct, and motivate. If nothing else, hopefully we can entertain and inspire you to live a more positive life 365 days a year. We hope you enjoy this message. A young man reported to a supermarket for his first day of work. The manager greeted him warmly with a handshake and a smile, gave him a broom, and said, Your first job will be to sweep out the store. But I am a college graduate, the young man replied indignantly. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know that, said the manager. Here, give me the broom, and I'll show you how to do it. These are strange times in which we live. Businesses and schools have been shut down and are just now slowly reopening. The words social distancing and social isolation have become part of our way of life. We are now more comfortable with virtual meetings and even virtual religious church services. This dynamic really had me thinking. Summer often brings more than the usual number of celebrations, graduation ceremonies, engagement parties, weddings, baby showers, gender reveals, retirement parties, funerals, etc., etc. If you have friends and family, chances are you have encountered at least a couple of such events in the last couple of months. It got me wondering why we do these events. We do them even if it is done only virtually on the internet. Just look at how many high school and college graduations took place online this year. Even in a world of social isolation, we still do these events. We do them because we've always done them. We do them still, whether hosted by others or done on our own. We do them despite the potential for family drama, the expense, the agony of guest lists, the worries about what to wear. We participate in events put on in our honor by well-meaning friends, whether they are truly in the style we want or whether we really even want them at all. Sometimes such events are joyfully surprising and happy for everyone. Sometimes, in an effort to please everyone, we don't. There is no way out of them. If we don't engage in the various yearly celebrations and rites of passage, there are people who will never let us forget it. Often, we are left wondering if we should have or even could have. In this week's episode of Positively 365, we look at the importance of celebrating milestones together, even in the midst of a pandemic. But first, we have our trivia question of the day. Are you ready for it? Here it is. What is the tallest breed of dog in the world? We will have the answer when we come back. Do you know the answer to today's trivia question? The question is, what is the tallest breed of dog in the world? The answer, the Great Dane. 
The Great Dane is not just about buses and dog races. Now you know. The fact is, people have been performing rituals to mark the cycle of seasons and people's milestone events for thousands of years. All religions have sacred rights to acknowledge the passage of time and changes in status by individual members. Every culture marks the seasons and significant changes in people's lives, coming of age, joining a couple, births, deaths. With celebrations or ritualized events, these things are marked. A 2006 discovery of ritual artifacts in Botswana dating from 70,000 years ago, shows that such events have been happening for far longer than we had previously believed. To create and regularly repeat marker events seem to be a part of what makes us human. As invitations roll in for the end of summer parties and celebrations, let us take a moment to think about what makes participation so important. There is something enduring and significant about doing so. What does it all mean? Ritual celebrations are important because they do six things. One, ritual celebrations provide structure and predictability in an unpredictable world. Even in the best of times, there are plenty of challenges and changes to stress us. Cultural and religious rituals hold something still whether marking a change of seasons, solstice, a national event, 4th of July, or a religious holiday, Passover, Christmas, Ramadan. These events become reliable in their cyclical nature and predictability every year. They tell us we've made it through another year. They also give us the opportunity to look forward to the next year and offer the possibility of doing things different in the future. Number two, ritual celebrations help people mark important transitions. Some changes in our lives change us utterly. They change who we are related to, how we spend our time, how we are seen by others, indeed, how we see ourselves. For the individual and our community, traditional celebrations mark a before and an after. They are a statement that from this point on, one's life isn't going to be the same. A wedding is a statement that we've gone from being one to being part of two. A baby shower is more than a showering of gifts on an expectant couple. It also affirms their transformation from being part of a couple of being parents. A retirement party helps the retiree come to terms with the end of working life and the beginning of something else, however they define their own next chapter. Number three, ritual celebrations foster and affirm connection. There's a well-known phrase, it takes a village to raise a child. More to the point, it takes a village to sustain all of us, whether cultural, religious, or personal. Ritual celebrations affirm that we are not alone, that there are others who share our values, beliefs, and ideals. At the end of many wedding rituals, for example, 
Those in attendance are asked to make a vow to support the couple in their new marriage. Baby naming ceremonies in many cultures include a moment of affirmation of community support and love for the new member of the family. Number four, ritual celebrations provide models. Ritual celebrations provide children with a playbook for life. They give adults who love them an opportunity to explain the meaning of the event for the person being honored and for those who care about them. Children's participation reassures them that there is a family of relatives and friends who will also help them when it is their turn to take the step into the new stage of life. Including our children acknowledges them as an important part of our families, too important to be left out of what is important. The presence of children doesn't need to be seen as limiting adult fun. Number five. Ritual celebrations create memories. Family rituals are the stuff of family memories. Whether the ritual is unique to the family, a yearly camping trip, certain decorations at holidays, or a part of a larger community event, attending the annual 4th of July fireworks, making costumes for Halloween. Doing such things as a family and doing them every year are important building blocks of a family's identity. Remember when we used to becomes a refrain heard at many family gatherings. Finally, number six, ritual celebrations help to preserve a culture. When a culture stops celebrating what makes it unique, it starts to evaporate. Something precious can be lost if the rituals and celebrations that demonstrate a people's history and culture and values are discarded in favor of fitting in. The larger culture loses some of its richness and color when every thread of the social fabric is the same. So there you have it, six reasons that it is important to celebrate milestones together. Part of the inspiration for this week's topic comes from the celebration of graduations around the country. Many of these celebrations are taking place in new ways through social distance and done virtually online. The topic of graduation reminds me of one final exam that occurred in a philosophy class a philosophy professor gave an unusual test to his class. He lifted his chair onto his desk and wrote on the board simply, prove that this chair does not exist. The class set to work composing long and complex explanations, except for one student who took just 30 seconds to complete and hand in his paper. This attracted the surprised glances from his classmates and the professors. Some days later, the class received their grades for the test. The student who took 30 seconds to answer the test was judged the best. His answer was, what chair?
Finally, I would like to take a brief moment to recognize yet another milestone. This is the 52nd episode of the podcast. This means that for the past 52 weeks, every Thursday afternoon, this podcast has been churning out a new episode. We are now one year old. Yay! For those of you who have been with me since the beginning, thank you. For those of you who have just now or recently joined us, thank you as well. I truly appreciate you spending some of your precious time with me and being part of my tribe. Thank you for joining us today. Please consider taking a moment to like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can also connect with us and join the conversation on Facebook. Just search for Positively 365. We would love to hear from you. So until next time, stay positive today and every day, 365 days a year.